Good day from Wall Street. This is Jack Marks for Wall Street Reporter. And uh, today I'm speaking with Sean Folks, and he is the CEO of Night Food Holdings. Stock symbol is NGTF over the counter. Uh, I'm very excited to have uh, Sean back with us. You know, as our subscribers know, our goal here at Wall Street Reporter is to find companies that are at an inflection point. So companies undergoing positive material change. Uh, so anything which can drive stock prices higher in the short to intermediate term. And Night Food Holdings and GTF has been a perfect example of this. Uh, we first interviewed Sean uh, just a matter of weeks ago, January 11th. Uh, stock closed that day at 23 cents. Uh, and Sean talked about uh, some of the growth initiatives underway. And uh, anybody following the news on this company can see that the company has uh, really delivered on its promises. Uh, but, you know, best of all, the stock hit a high of about 80 cents recently. Uh, so this has rewarded uh, some of the early believers, you know, with a, a gain of, you know, over 300% in, in just a matter of weeks. So uh, let's find out what's next for this exciting company. Uh, Sean, uh, welcome. Thanks, Jack. Happy to be here. Absolutely. Sean, uh, a lot has happened with the company just, uh, looks like in, I don't know, last uh, six six weeks or so. Uh, so before we get into, you know, all the exciting new developments, everything that's been happening, uh, can you tell us, you know, what the company does for anybody that, that's that's new to the story? Sure. So night food ice cream is what's driving all of this exciting stuff. And we're rolling the ice cream out across the country. And the reason this is so exciting to people is because it's a, it's a line of ice cream specifically formulated for people who snack at night and who eat ice cream at night. What most people don't realize is that about 85% of Americans uh, snack regularly at night. And the most popular choices tend to be things that are unhealthy uh, and not only unhealthy, but also sleep disruptive. So at night we get biological cravings that drive us to reach for things that are salty, things that are sweet, things that are fatty. So we get these cravings, people are reaching for all the wrong stuff. And when I founded the company, the mission was, we know people are not going to stop snacking at night. Forget about, forget about that conversation. How can we give people snacks that they can consume at night uh, that would allow them to satisfy their cravings in a better, healthier, more sleep-friendly way? And night food ice cream is just, uh, it's just capturing the imagination of consumers and the media all across the country right now. So you know, I th- I think the you know the first question that comes to people's minds is you know forget about whether you know it helps them sleep better if it's healthy you know they want to know how it tastes so uh, mm-hmm. I think you you've gotten some awards recently I mean you, there's been a lot of excitement yes. about the product it looks like yeah so uh, you know we did win the uh, best new ice cream of the year the product of the year award for 2019 and that was voted on uh, by over 40,000 consumers. Uh, and, you know, we've gotten some reviews. Fast Company, the author uh, in the Fast Company review, uh, wrote that it's, uh, it's just as good as Ben & Jerry's. Um, so the interesting thing about our ice cream, for people that don't know, is that compared to uh, a line like Ben & Jerry's, our flavors typically have uh, about 70% less uh, sugar, 70% fewer calories. We don't use any artificial sweeteners. We don't use any sugar alcohols, uh, nothing like that. We've just uh, worked with the best ice cream lab in the country, and we were able to create something that has uh, both amazing taste and an amazing nutritional profile. And that's why uh, people are blown away. I mean, if, if anybody goes online, we're, we, just, we just produced 
Jack, we just produced our first pint less than two months ago. We already have distribution secured in 13 states. Uh, and, but we, you know, and we just started selling online. But if people go on Amazon or uh, on our website and uh, they start to see the product reviews you know, or on Facebook, people are posting rave reviews uh, about the product all across the country. And so it's actually, uh, you know, I'm going to ask you, you know, a little bit about where, you know, you know, what markets you're in and where people can actually pick it up. But uh, for anybody that's, I don't know, maybe not in one of those markets, they can actually order online and get this delivered to them so they can, you know, do their due diligence, so to speak. Exactly right. I mean, you know, it's interesting, you know, it's not, we're not an e-commerce business. You know, if you asked me um, uh, a year ago, I didn't even know that there was, uh, a, a market for ice cream being sold online. Uh, but there is, you know, and we work with the company that handles all the online uh, e-commerce for, you know, major brands like Halo Top, Ben and Jerry's, Hagen dazs So these guys know what they're doing. Uh, shipping is expensive. It's 19 bucks uh, for uh, when you buy eight pints. Uh, a lot of people are ordering more than I thought, quite frankly. But certainly, if, you know, if you're an investor out there, uh, it's something that, you know, you may want to try the ice cream first before you, uh, before you come on in, it's available to those people. But I want to make something clear. This is not an e-commerce play. I wrote, uh, I got a question from an investor yesterday and I, I wrote him back this morning. And, uh, you know, one of the sentences I put in there was, you know, 12 months from now, if e-commerce is more than 1% of our revenue, it means we screwed something up pretty bad. So, uh, that's not our intent. You know, uh, we're rolling out into mainstream supermarkets and stores all across the country. And, uh, you know, while while it is nice that it's available online, I want people to understand that that's not uh, a, an important part of our business model. Right. Yeah, of course. So let, let's talk about the, the, the national distribution. I mean, this is really the, mm-hmm. uh, I think, the, the key part of the story right now. Uh, you you yes, kind of touched absolutely. upon it, you know, when we did our first interview, you said that, you know, the things that were, that were going to happen and now they're happening. So what's, yep. bring us up to date, like what's the progress you've made? What are all the markets, the stores you're in right now? Right. So right now uh, we're in the Meyer supermarket chain, which um, was ranked by Progressive Grocer as 2017, uh, the seventh largest supermarket chain in the country. Uh, you know, ahead of it was, you know, Walmart and Target and uh, some things like that. But, uh, you know, Kroger and Albertsons. But, you know, not a lot of not as many people know Meyer, especially if you're on the coast or in the south. But uh, this is a huge chain. We're in about 40 percent of their stores right now. Uh, and with concentration around the areas of Chicago, Detroit, Milwaukee, Indianapolis, and Columbus, Ohio. Uh, we also signed a deal with uh, New England Ice Cream, uh, which is a distribution company that services the six New England states, which is uh, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Vermont, Maine, and New Hampshire. Uh, and they are starting to distribute product uh, as we speak. Uh, and then we just announced uh, this week that we signed a deal with Wonder Ice Cream out of California. They cover the entire San Francisco Bay Area and actually all of Northern California. And they're going to be putting us immediately in about 300 of their high volume specialty, high end uh, supermarket accounts. So uh, right now, you know, that's where the distribution is. Uh, We will have more and more and more distribution announcements as this national rollout continues. Uh, many of the large supermarkets operate on a very strict schedule. 
where there's a review period, for instance, you know, maybe the review period is in September and then they reset their shelves in February. Um, so that's kind of a common thing. So uh, I get a lot of questions from people asking about our rollout strategy, like, are we going to start, you know, the east and work our way across? It's not how it works. I mean, it's just going to be it's going to be a chain here, a chain there, a distributor here, a distributor there. And by the time everybody, uh, you know, notices, you know, 10 or 12 months from now, uh, our goal at the end of Q1 of next year, so March 31st, 2020, is to be in over 10,000 points of distribution. So this is a national rollout. It might seem a little splotchy on the map when you first start looking at it, but that's the way it happens. And and in a few months, we're going to be everywhere. Okay. And so so right now, people can actually pick it up on, on the shelves. Oh, yeah. 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 We've got uh, people posting pictures of uh, product on the shelf, people posting that they just stumbled upon it and they took it, you know, they bought a pint or two and they took it home and they can't believe how amazing it is. And they're going to buy more and tell their friends. So anybody can look on our Facebook page and see uh, all these comments and posts uh, from people that are, that are buying it in the store, people posting on Instagram as well. And uh, yeah, I mean, it just, but it just, it sells like last week. So uh, it's, it's just, it's that new. Right. And uh, you know, I, I think, uh, we, we, you know, I mentioned to this, uh, you know, our last interview, the, the design, the design, the graphics on, on the packaging are really, I mean, it, uh, it, they're great. I mean, it really works for the product. So I think, uh, what, kind, what kind of response are you getting from retailers uh, from the, uh, regarding that? Well, we tested the packaging before we, before we launched and it, it, it showed to be very um, uh, motivational to the consumer. Um, we tested with consumers of other low fat, higher protein ice creams like Halo Top and um, Enlightened and Briar's Delights. And across the board, people indicated that they were much more motivated to try night food because of the unique benefits and because of the way we conveyed that through the packaging. So we do think that when people see us on the shelf in their store, um, you know, they're going to to uh, be curious. Uh, they're going to reach for it. Obviously, we're going to promote that we won the 2019 product of the year. We're going to promote that as much as possible throughout this national rollout. And uh, we think we're going to get a lot of attention from, from consumers at retail. In addition to all the media coverage, Jack, that you've probably noticed, um, you know, we've been featured just in the last 10 days, two weeks, uh, featured on articles by the Food Network, um, Market Watch. I know I'm going to leave stuff out. USA Today. I was interviewed on Fox Business on Mornings with Maria last Tuesday. Um, I'm sure I'm leaving out a lot of big stuff. Bustle, uh, Delish, Guilty Eats, just a lot of the big, big blogs, um, you know, online. And, and the interesting thing is the reason the media is so fascinated by this is that the market is so huge. And I know I touched on it. Um, the, the people in the media are consumers also, and they cater to consumers as well. So when they see something that they think is going to be interesting and fascinating, and remarkable and noteworthy and attention worthy to the consumer. That's what they want to be talking about because their job is to maintain attention. So the media and all of this media that's running with the, uh, with the product and, and running with the story, it shows us this level of interest. I mean, an ice cream that was formulated for people that eat ice cream at night, so that it doesn't ruin their sleep is really fascinating. And when you think about the fact that tens of millions 
of Americans on any given individual night, tens of millions of Americans are eating ice cream within that hour or two before bed. And we're giving all of those people a better choice. The media knows it when they see it. The consumers are flipping out. They're going crazy over it. Uh, the supermarket buyers, the distributors, everybody sees that this is a home run. So, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, what, what's, what's really fascinating from, I guess, the media standpoint, but especially, you know, I look at this from, you know, kind of the, the investor standpoint is that, you know, you know, ice cream is, you know, it's an, it's, it's, you know, makes people happy. It just, you know, puts saying the word ice cream, you know, puts a smile on your face and, uh, you know, in the, you know, any, I think the media looks for, uh, any, any kind of, uh, interesting angle on this, which, which you have, and also, uh, for investors, uh, you know, looking down the road, this is something that, uh, you know, is easy to understand. And, you know, so this could, uh, could really take off. Um, what's, uh, you, you mentioned that, you know, there's tens of millions of people eating at night. Like, so there's been studies, like how, how big is the market? Uh, I think you, you've talked about like nighttime snacking, ice cream. Can you just talk about like the, the sizes of the, of these markets that, uh, you're targeting here? Well, like I mentioned, 85% of consumers are snacking regularly at night. So, you know, you've got over 200 million American adults, um, you know, that are snacking regularly at night. And, and ice cream for many people is right at the top of the list. Uh, it's, it's the second most popular nighttime snack. Uh, and, you know, the most popular is what they call salty snacks, which is chips, pretzels, uh, popcorn, and things like that. And then ice cream is second. So, you know, that's just the math. I mean, you've got tens of millions of Americans snacking at night uh, on ice cream and they're already doing it. And whether it's Ben and Jerry's or Halo Top or Talenti or Haagen-Dazs, uh, they're already eating ice cream and we don't have to get them to switch uh, to another format. We're just giving them a better ice cream, better nutritionals, more sleep friendly, uh, better taste. And, uh, you know, for in that sense, it's perfect because you know, people are not having ice cream at home for breakfast, Jack, you know, um, it's not breakfast. It's not lunch. It's not an afternoon snack. It's not dinner. You know, we estimate and our experts estimate that about 80% of at home ice cream consumption happens, uh, you know, in that slot between dinner and bed. And really any investor out there, just take 10 seconds and think about if that rings true to you, because if it doesn't, I, I mean, you know, maybe you're living in a, uh, in a different country uh, than, than I am, but I mean, it, it's the most fundamental thing when you think about how much, you know, when do people eat their ice cream? When are people eating their Talenti or their Halo Top or their Ben and Jerry's? And if, if it doesn't occur to you that it's almost all of it is happening in that slot between dinner and bed, then maybe we're not the right company. But for the people who realize how true that is, then they see how massive this uh, opportunity is and, and what a sore spot we've hit among American consumers and a problem that we're solving. How, how big is, uh, is the opportunity that you see here? Like what, what's, what's the revenue potential for, uh, for the ice cream? Let, let's say once well, you're, I'm, once you're in 10,000 stores, you know, next by within you know, the next year, what's, and, and then it goes from there. What's the, what's the upside here? Well, depending on sales, so these are not projections, right? This is just, you know, Jack, you're asking if we're in 10,000 stores, what would we expect revenue to look like? Uh, you know, you're looking, I mean, depending on sales velocity in the average store and how many SKUs, you know, how many flavors you have out there, you know, you're probably looking at 30 to 75 million in revenue 
uh, for 2020 if, if, if we're able to hit that goal of 10,000 stores. Uh, and then for 2021, you know, we could, uh, um, you know, we could certainly triple or quadruple that. And, uh, you know, that's how, you know, people look at brands, uh, ice cream brands, Talenti a few years ago, and then even more recently, a brand like Halo Top. And these are brands that within really just a few years of hitting, uh, hitting the mainstream, these are brands that were valued at, uh, in, in the billions, uh, and, and, and it's just an amazing thing about how quickly it can grow. And we're already in some of the major, you know, Meyer being one of them. And, and we've got some other announcements uh, that we'll be able to make here soon uh, in some of these major chains. And from there, you know, we're going to hit the 10,000, we believe. And, and as a result, you know, you, you can't help but do a certain amount of revenue. Like I mentioned, 30 to let's say $75 million. And, um, I mean, that's just, that's just the way it goes. I mean, when you're in that many outlets and you're selling, uh, you know, and your product is selling well, it doesn't have to even be a grand slam uh, home run, you know, it's, as long as it's selling well, I mean, the metrics dictate that, that you're going to be doing that much revenue. And the, I think you, you brought on, was it the, I think it was Jim Christensen, who's, uh, who comes out of the, the ice cream business, who's, who's uh, I think, opened up a lot of these doors with distribution, right? Yes. Yeah. Jim's, Jim's been instrumental. And, and for those that haven't read up, uh, Jim Christensen is the former VP of ice cream sales for Unilever. Uh, Unilever is, uh, is the brand, is, is the conglomerate that actually acquired Talenti a few years ago. I'm, I'm sure most people out there know Talenti. Unilever owns Ben and & Jerry's. And Unilever is the company that was in talks with Halo Top last year. Uh, to acquire Halo Top at a $2 billion valuation. So Jim spent a lot of time at Unilever. That's where he, uh, you know, got to make all of his connect. He knows everybody in the business. And um, he's, he's heading up this uh, national rollout. He was instrumental in, in bringing on our big distributors. And uh, he's got a lot more tricks up his sleeve so people can sit back and, and watch the fireworks. But, uh, yeah, we're very fortunate to have Jim on board. Uh, this is great. So let's, uh, you know, let's uh, kind of recap and what what's ahead for the next, uh, let's let's call it uh, six months or so uh, that investors uh, can keep an eye on. What, what are some of the milestones you have coming up? Well, six months is a, is a tricky period. Um, you know, I, I would say six to 12. So, uh, you know, what, what people are going to see is they're going to see more announcements like the Meyer announcement, like the... Um, uh, like the Wonder Ice Cream announcement that we put out, uh, New England Ice Cream and things like that. Uh, and that's going to happen over the course of the next six months. The other thing people are going to start to see is confirmation that the product is selling and that the product is being well received. In addition, you know, we expect tons more national media, national TV, um, plenty of reviews. When we hit local markets, you know, uh, send ice cream to the radio stations and and local newspapers, everybody writing about it. So that's what the next six months look like, along with our influencer campaign. We're building up a huge, huge army of, uh, of influencers, both professional athletes, uh, who people can go on our page and see. We've got a, a couple of N- a few NFL players, Jarvis Landry, Tyler Eifert, uh, Bobby Portis uh, of the NBA, who plays for the Washington Wizards, and um, just a ton of pro athletes, but also everyday people. So we're building all that up over the next uh, six months. And What's going to happen starting in the fall, that's when so many of the major chains will start to do their reviews 
for what's going to go on shelf, uh, you know, next uh, February, next March. So that's where our goal of 10,000 stores comes in. There are some big chains. There are chains with, uh, you know, 100, 200 stores. There are chains with even, uh, there's one chain with over 1,000 stores that we talked to about potentially cutting us in. And what that means is, even though they normally do their review maybe in October or November, uh, if a product is just crushing it, uh, you know, they may step up in, in April or May and contact us back and say, hey, you know, we want to put you in now. So there's always the chance of that. Uh, but the next six months, we expect a lot of chains to come on board. And then really uh, in that six to 12 month period, that's where some of the mega, mega chains uh, are going to come in, in my estimation, so that we will be able to hit that 10,000 uh, 10, door number here in Q1 of 2020. So it's really just a big national rollout. We're going to be everywhere. Being in Meyer, the product sells well in Meyer, and we're, we're confident that it will. Um, it, it'll open the doors. I mean, there's no chain in the country that we talk to that's not going to want to have the product on their shelf. Uh, well, sure. Uh, so essentially, investors uh, should expect a, uh, a steady flow of news uh, in, in you know in the weeks ahead. Yeah, I mean, look, we're 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 we we've got confirmations, we've got meetings, we've got uh, orders, we've got stuff that hasn't been announced yet. Uh, you know, you can't always announce. We we knew Meyer was going to take this product. Uh, I think probably four months before we were able to announce it. Okay, so so people should understand the timelines of how this thing works. So uh, there's plenty of news coming. Uh, there's plenty of distribution coming, and you know it's just it's just going to be a steady flow. And and you never know when uh, when it's coming, but it's all coming and it's all going to happen. And we're going to hit ten thousand. That's that's my goal. That's what I believe. Sean, uh, first I want to congratulate you on on the progress, uh, and uh, we look forward to uh, following uh, the the night food story uh, over the, uh, the coming months. Great. Thank you, Jack. Thank you.